The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Monday the 17th of December. In your Squiz today, some background on our new Governor-General. Bill Shorten outlines his policy agenda at Labor's National Conference. Climate talks conclude in Poland. And watch out for crocs on the roads. This is your Squiz today. Claire, our Governor-General Sir Peter Cosgrove will finish up in his role next year and yesterday the Prime Minister announced his replacement will be the current Governor of New South Wales, David Hurley. Tell us about our soon-to-be Head of State. His nickname during his cadet days was Blind. Um, He drove an armoured vehicle into the only tree uh, in an otherwise barren paddock. They're pretty rough, those guys. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, he has been um, a military man for most of his life. He spent 42 years in uniform. He joined the army back in 1972. He led troops in Somalia in 1993 and won the Distinguished Service Cross. And after that, he was made... Uh, head of the Defence Forces by the Gillard government back in 2011. Uh, he oversaw the end of Australian operations in Yurizgan, um, in Afghanistan, in East Timor and in the Solomon Islands. So there's a fair bit going on there. And yeah, apparently uh, by all accounts to lots of people who have worked with him and, and around that scene say that he's a pretty good bloke. So his appointment's gone down well or...? A little bit of controversy? Look, a bit of controversy. Even Labor has welcomed it. He he is a, a distinguished fellow. Um, what Labor wanted, though, was for this appointment to be held off until after an election. Uh, of course, the timing of this is, is quite interesting. Um, Peter Gros- Cosgrove's term ends in March. It's been extended, though, until June, and Hurley will take up the appointment then and with an election expected in May uh, Labor was hoping that that appointment could be put off until after then. On Labor, they had their national conference over the weekend, which is where their members gather and decide on the policy direction of the party. Aside from the anti-Adani protesters who interrupted Bill Bill Shorten's speech, what were the, the main takeouts? couple of interesting things uh, Shorten announced yesterday once he did get going that a superannuation under a Labor government would become a, a workplace right uh, and that gives employees more protections around uh, their superannuation, particularly if they're short-changed. There's a few more avenues that they could pursue errant employers for their super. Uh, looking at also establishing a new uh, environmental Protection Authority. Uh, there's lots of things going on in the environment space and, of course, some said that that is uh, an announcement in response to things like Adani and, and other things like that uh, and also a big plan to build more affordable housing. So that conference is ongoing until um, until tomorrow, so we'll probably hear a bit more out of that. It's a politics-heavy squiz for the final week, I must say, but we don't make the news. Um, Over the weekend, Scott Morrison announced Australia would recognise the capital of Israel as West Jerusalem. Can you explain the significance of this announcement? Well, our embassy at the moment is in Tel Aviv. Uh, The Israeli parliament um, is in that West Jerusalem sector. It's a contested area. Uh, Also, East Jerusalem is on the other side, and Scott Morrison yesterday – 
uh, or on Saturday rather, also acknowledged uh, the quote is the aspirations of the Palestinian people for a future state with its capital in East Jerusalem. So it's quite a contested area. Uh, what Morrison basically has announced that we recognise it, but we're not going to move our embassy anytime soon. Um, the other piece of news that we should cover is the COP24 conference, or at least that's what we're calling it, which is the <laughs> United Nations Climate Change Talks in Poland. Yeah, these acronyms, you've got to just make the best of it, I think. Yeah. Um, yes, it was the big conference on climate sponsored by the United Nations after the 2015 Paris Agreement. So really the focus of the conference was finding um, and agreeing on a set of rules to implement the 2015 Paris Agreement. And uh, there was a bit of skepticism about whether that was going to be able to be done or not. But long story short, they've agreed some standards um, to measure emissions and to keep track of climate policies. There are a couple of big things that weren't dealt with, like how to fund developing nations um, to deal with climate change uh, and also um, how to um, to keep up with tracking emissions. But really, Australia seems to have played a constructive role in that and, and it's all, all go ahead. Head. And whilst we're on the UN, nations have met in Morocco last week to sign a new migration pact. This has sparked fairly violent protests in Brussels overnight. Yes, there was a big one in Marrakesh uh, that was talking about what's called the uh, Safe, Orderly and Regular Migration Compact. Uh, Australia isn't a signatory to that, although we have signed a, a new big UN refugee compact. But yes, protests overnight, about 5,000 right-wing protesters and about 1,000 left-wingers, and there were pretty big clashes there. Yeah. And Theresa May is still having quite the time with former Prime Minister Tony Blair weighing in, suggesting they should have another referendum on Brexit. This is a bit of a push at the moment. There is certainly a sense uh, from some in the UK Parliament and those commentating on Brexit that perhaps they should just have another referendum. I think given the uh, result um, back in 2016 was 51.9% to leave and 48.1% to remain, there's a sense that it was very close and perhaps sentiment has, um, has changed in that time. But May and her Conservative Party certainly are a lot of um, the, you know, not not the rebels who aren't um, necessarily lining up with May, but the bulk of, of the party think they just want to get on with it. They've had a referendum, they've got the result and they need to move forward. So, yeah, it'll it's just another part of what is a fairly fractious debate. And that finishes off the political edition of The Squiz today. <laughs> <laughs> Weather is still making news, however, with Queensland Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk warning people to be careful on the roads and please don't go near the crocodiles. It's a fairly unusual holiday Christmas uh, road yeah. safety warning, isn't it? You know, stay safe on the roads and watch out for the crocodiles. But yes, apparently the heavy rains have brought out um, lots of crocs onto the roads with lots of um, water spilling onto uh, and across roads. So yeah, stay safe in the north. Yeah, some images of that via the Squiz Today email. Subject line. What have we Subject got? Subject line today is It's Only Words, the old BG song. There's lots oh, of yeah. lots of talks happening, lots of conferences, lots of talks. We're sort of at a really pointy end of getting um, the year's work wrapped up and it seems like there's a lot of people with a lot of things to say. And it ties into the final story in the email about the Scrabble edition. 
Indeed it does. And, yes, uh, Scrabble have uh, unveiled their new list of words that's going to be uh, out and about a little bit into next year. But, um, yeah, basically a sign of the times of what words are coming into our vocabulary. I only learnt just by reading this article that bay, as in like yeah. your, your partner. Salt bay, like, B-A-E. Yeah, yep. B-A-E before anyone else. Oh, there you go. I, I thought that. it was just a derivative of baby. Same. There you go. Oh, you so learn maybe, something new every day. Okay, I feel better about myself now that you you also didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't play Scrabble. Yeah, just better not to. That'll do us for today. Thank you so much for listening to the Squiz Today podcast. Uh, as we've mentioned before, we are moving email platforms this week. That means if you want to be sure that the Squiz will land in your inbox and get through your spam filters, please save hello at mythesquiz.com.au to your address book. That's hello at mythesquiz.com.au. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. We talk a lot about cybercrime and hacking because almost every day there seems to be some breaking news about another big data breach. But NordVPN can help protect you online, kind of like a cyber bodyguard. It protects your personal and sensitive data while you're online to stop it from falling into the wrong hands. That way, you don't have to worry about keeping your identity and private data safe every time you log on. And even if you make a mistake and click on a dodgy link or open a suspicious email, NordVPN's threat protection will kick in and delete it before it makes a mess of your computer. To find out more and get a great discount, visit NordVPN. VPN.com forward slash squiz today.